Welcome to the Feel Better Naked Radio, where your host, Samantha Burgos, sits with influential beings to discuss how they feel better naked. Let's explore what it means to be you. Let's learn how to feel better naked. Hey guys, welcome to the Feel Very Naked podcast. This is your host, Samantha. And today I have the pleasure of having Isanet Batista on. And she's someone that I've known for a while, but I've never met in person, but I've known for a while. And uh, she's super inspiring. I love seeing her journey and all these years, how she's evolved and like the woman she's become is just amazing. And I, um, she's the owner also of Woke Foods and she's been featured in Self Magazine and Forbes. Also, she's Dominican, just like me. <laughs> so, um, Isana, you want to let us know a little more about you and just tell us who you are? Sure. Uh, I am 29 years old. <laughs> I am Dominican. I, um, I'm also queer, and so those two identities are really important to me because they really um, make up just who I am, but also my communities. Uh, like you mentioned, I started a small business called Woke Foods, and we focus on innovating Dominican plant-based foods, but we also do a lot of work in an area that's called food justice, which is like exploring all the intersections of food and how some communities get them and others don't depending on what identities you hold. Amazing. Oh, wow. So how did, when you started Woke Foods, was the goal of it to get into food justice or did it just like end up leading to that? Uh, No, I actually started from that, which is, I think, what makes my journey a little bit unique. Um, Some people get into health and wellness um, from different, different, for different reasons. I actually got involved in health and wellness and food justice with specifically because of some issues I was experiencing while doing activism work in New York City. So I was a person like going to protests, going to events, um, really like revolutionary. And that kind of work as a young person was exciting, but also like really hard because you have a lot of, a lot of critics. My family was like, Muchacha, why are you doing X and Y? Like, you know, <laughs> find the power, <laughs> and so, so like getting that 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 um pushback and also being being facing like the injustices that our communities face like every day, like this is what I do, um, was really hard. And so I had a, a mentor who who was um, leading me through becoming more conscientious or more woke. And one of the things that she really would, would um, um, say was that we needed to take care of ourselves in order to do this work. And so she introduced me to like plant medicine. She also would have us do like, you know, like child, like the 21 day or what is it? The 22 day challenge, that challenge that Beyonce does. For oh, plant- yeah. The pet race thing. That one. So that's how it kind of like got more serious. We like, uh, we underwent that as a way to take care of our bodies so that we could be doing this community outfacing work. So that's how it kind of got started. And then it was like, you know, yes, like immigration is an issue and housing and like all the different injustices. But something that people don't think about is all the injustices in the food system and how food gets to us. And so people don't really think about that. Um, until we're probably in a quarantine 
and then um so that's how that's how woke foods got started it was kind of like a joke like people have to stay woke about their food and then i was like no people have to stay woke about their food so no, that's, that's true called woke foods i actually love that. i didn't know that's how it started i love that okay oh wow yeah <laughs> that's so interesting no and it's very tough like it's like you said like i think i started learning about food justice like later on as i became plant-based but I think before that, I I never even considered. I didn't even como que, that doesn't even come to your mind at all. And it's like so crazy because it's so important and it's so like it affects so many. It has so many like moving parts that it's just like wow. Like it's just crazy how it's so. It's not mainstream and it's such a big thing. You know that's. It's, well, it's not, and a lot of a lot of issues are not mainstream because yeah. if they were, people would be alarmed. I mean, look, look. Look how much people are becoming aware right now during quarantine. And right. people are like, oh, my God, like, I didn't know how broken the system was. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's always been that way because that's how it was created. But this, these issues are so big. Okay, if you start really understanding it and learning it, you will become really tired. Like really tired and you've also become really sad and you can also become really angry. And so people usually run away from those feelings. And so I can see why um most people wouldn't want to be faced with the truth that's a really really good point that's very true how do you feel like in quarantine has this like well besides food justice animal food has it affected like those aspects of your life like business wise and stuff yeah definitely we had like over ten thousand dollars of of like business canceled (laughs) so it did affect us but at the same time because so much of our work is about community we also are are you know responding and pivoting to that and so our response um specifically the the cooks of the business um they are cooking meals for people in the specifically the the north bronx um so they're so we're calling it the COVID-19 meal supply. And so we've been receiving like a little bit of donations here and there. The cooks are donating their time. We're receiving donations from farms and from other food distributors. And so, yeah, we're, we're handling that. Very small scale right now. Um, so we're just doing it with, uh, in partnership with one group. Yeah. Um, and then once we feel more comfortable, then we'll expand it. But for now, that's how we're, do- that's how we're managing. And then we received... Um, a few a few small loans okay. that will probably get us through august okay. if we're still in quarantine right okay how does it affect you personally being quarantined well i did have to decrease how much i get paid for my business so that i can pay my other employees so that's something that i did and then i was on my way to move to the dominican republic um and i had already kind of given up my apartment um and i decided to move to florida with my mom until this subsides and i'm able to make the transition to the dr but i'm not sure when it's going to happen so it's made me just work on my patience and just chill and i've meditated more than i have ever had in my life same <laughs> very much the same um so there's no right or wrong answer to this question but um i guess what does feel better naked mean to you and how do you approach your version of that sure so my relationship to my body has shifted a lot um 
you know, I mentioned I'm Dominican and <laughs> Dominicans can be very like, they're like brutally honest. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I'm right now I, I'm five, nine. I'm, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm like a fat woman or a fat femme, but I'm definitely a thick woman, a thick femme. Mm-hmm. And so I have always been that way and so my family would always be like you know sucking your stomach or you know <laughs> would watch what I ate yeah and it was very complicated it was like a m- moment in my life where I was really skinny because I lived in the Dominican Republic and they would pump me with like medicine to make me you know you know a bigger and then once I got bigger then they were like no come you know <laughs> come back tiene que perder peso. <laughs> so I grew up with a lot of confusion <laughs> and then I remember taking medicine too to gain weight being a kid. What is that about? Okay, whoa. <laughs> I, don't I don't know about that. What is that about? It's very common. I also hear it among other family. friends. Oh yeah, my I also God. hear. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's true. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> it's okay. And then, and then I also um, experienced a lot of catcalling at a very young age living in New York City like once I moved to the New York to New York City how old were you when you moved here um I was I think I was seven or eight and then I started like experiencing most of the catcalling when I was like 11 mm-hmm. okay yeah, so like at 11 people would say things and that didn't feel good I didn't know why it didn't feel good but it didn't feel good and then yeah later on throughout life just continued to experience like a lot of like street harassment also in college like um sexual assault and so I and then in in high school I actually developed an eating disorder because my my um volleyball uh, teammates decided to do it together yeah these things that teenagers do very interesting that's interesting. But so we all we all decided to be bulimic together. Oh my goodness. And, and that it's was the thing that we did. But that's like, all cool. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so that's something that continued um until like my early twenties. And um, so like I mentioned, there's so many layers to like yeah. my body and like nakedness. But right now, you know, at 29, I feel really comfortable. I really would say that I contribute my confidence to working out, specifically the people I, I have surrounded myself around in the past few years that, that focus on, on body movement and exercise because it's about, like, empowerment. It's also about strength which when I was younger, I understood um, body transformation as you're not, you're not good enough. And so for me, um, feeling better naked is about like feeling good about what I look like right now. And if I want to make improvements, they're not just focused on aesthetic, but they're focused on like improving my, like improving my strength um versus just being skinny or fitting a body type that's not mine like my body type's not going to change like i'm a five nine thick woman and and that's that like i'm i'm not going to be um a, let me see jennifer aniston for example right that's just that doesn't it's not going to match who i am right how um i think that's a great answer honestly and thank you for being so like honest and like open how um how do you think you got to that place of just like, literally like the example you said, like accepting that you're not going to ever look like Jennifer Aniston, let's say, 
like how what was there a moment that shifted for you that you were like actually fuck this like I just need to accept myself or like how did you get there I'd say um a lot of women in my life that I started surrounding myself with people who look like me I started surrounding myself with more women of color in high school a lot of my friends were um you know, white American girls or, um, you know, white Latinas from Argentina and, and like other Latin American countries that have like more fair skin, blue eyed women. And so that's kind of like, I was like, oh, I want to be like my friends. And uh, then I, I don't know. I think the universe blessed me by changing my friend circle. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah, these women like reflect who I am and, and, and what I look like. And outside of that, a lot of therapy. I, 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 I do promote therapy for everybody, not just people that maybe have a diagnosis or maybe people that think something's going on. Um, yeah, I, I recommend therapy to everybody. So I started seeing a psychotherapist and I was honest about what I, what I had gone through. I was like, these are other things and it's layered. It's like, it's, you know, family critique, it's strict harassment from a young age, it's, you know, wanting to adapt to wider European standards at 14 years old, it's an eating disorder, it's then going to college and being, you know, assaulted, then, you know, it's like so layered and so many years, and so I, like, let all of it go, I spilled it into, into my, my, the room with my therapist, and, um, and then also started the women I was, I was being in friendship with. Um, they also were going through similar processes and were open about talking about healing. In the beginning, it wasn't that language, but I think over time, then we were like more open about saying, you know what, I have trauma and I, I'm healing it. And I think that's what helped me. You know, I think it's, great that you brought that up because I feel like a lot of the even myself I think during quarantine I realized that like a lot of healing literally starts with like accepting that there is something to heal you know yeah a lot of people like shove things down I think right now also the fact that we don't have distractions and we don't have like places to go to distractors or things to do and all that stuff that like just at home it's like all these wounds that we suppressed for so long are like floating up now <laughs> and it's like yeah, you know, um, but I think like you said, like, accepting that there is something to heal is actually a really good thing. And I think it's interesting that, like, you, I don't know, I think it's amazing that you start, start like, you try to shift your friend group, because honestly, like, that whole saying, I don't know if your parents are said growing up, but, like, you are who your friends are kind of thing, that, yeah. that's real. As I get older, I'm like, oh my god, like, it's actually really true, like, mommy was right, <laughs> but... Like, you know, it's just, I think it's, that's amazing. So, um, how, well, as you've progressed and grown as a woman, or as a, you say, you say a femme, right? For a femme or a woman? I just, I just changed it. I was trying to use it inter interchangeably, but yeah, okay. woman is fine. Okay. Um, so as you grow as a woman and everything, do you feel like, um, besides your physical, because I know you spoke about your physical and working out and stuff like that now, like, how do you take care of your mental health now? Any things you do in particular like, to do? Uh, sure. I, um, it's funny cause I, I grew up very Christian <laughs> okay. and, and oh, over time, <laughs> yeah, 
but I grew up Christian because I wanted to. Like, I took myself to church. My mom did not force me. Wow, really? That's interesting. Yeah, well, that's another story. I basically, <laughs> I, start, I start with that to say that, um, that I've always been a, a woman of faith. Okay. Um, well, I didn't always understand religion. I did understand, like, finding comfort in a higher power. Okay. So after well, but once like things got really difficult as a young adult, I I just didn't on you know started like not believing in God, um or started like rebelling started like being very confused and I wasn't getting the answers I needed, so I just stopped going to church. Okay. And then started exploring other stuff. I explored Buddhism, which is where I learned meditation, and then I also started um from there. You know, once you start people, once you start meeting people that meditate, you start meeting yogis, and then yeah. I started doing yoga. <laughs> and I think over time, I've kind of built a, a toolbox of different tools that I can grab at any moment. And so that includes uh, meditation. That includes, I you know, as an adult now, I have a different relationship to God and my spirituality. So I do still like pray. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't pray like things from a Bible. I just, they're more like affirmations, but I still pray. Um, I also, um, I, I go to, I don't go to therapy as consistently as I used to, cause I don't feel that I need it at this moment. But if at any moment I think that I like, you know what, that would be something else that I want to, um, be consistently using in my toolbox. I know I can access it. And then there's also um, other healing modalities that I really like that um, like Reiki and sound healing is a new favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. I started, I started doing some coaching with a sound healer for a whole month um, before, before quarantine. And it was really transformative for me. Um, Yeah. So I'd say those are the things, but also I know like what people think body movement is physical. It's super mental for me. Like, the last week I had a really tough day on Tuesday and I, I didn't, I put on my workout clothes, but I just laid in bed. And then Wednesday I got up and I just worked out and my, my mental health like really, really benefits from moving my body. Yeah. Yeah. How about you say that? Cause I feel like people, um, I feel like people that don't have an experience in, experience that yet don't make that connection. But I feel like, um, for sure, working out, I think, is, or moving your body in general anyway, is such a mental release that it's, it's insane. I think it's, like, what I miss the most out from the outside world <laughs> is, like, going to the gym. Because, like, for me, that was, like, my way of doing things, you know? So, I yeah, I could totally relate to that. And I think um, I think it's interesting. Do you think that the, your tools, like, I like how you explained it as, like, a toolbox. Because that's legit, like, how I think it's amazing. Um, Thank so, you, therapy, for language. <laughs> She's like, I don't want the credit. It wasn't me. <laughs> no, I love that it's a, a toolbox. This is exactly what it is. Yeah, and like, I feel. Um, how do you, as you've progressed and grown and like got more into activism and learned more about food justice and made, you know, and as what foods is growing? Do you feel like um, your toolbox like kind of grows as you grow? And I think I'm able to have better discernment about what I need at any given moment. So before I used to be like, I'm going to meditate and do yoga and work out. And I used to get really frantic about the self-care. And it's like, you know, I don't have to use everything at any given moment. Like not every problem needs a hammer 
or like you know not or not every um home improvement situation needs like the same tool so that's why it's a toolbox because you get to um use it as you need it can you hear me i could hear you yes okay anyways guys so obviously we had connection issues but it's okay um i guess you as someone that besides um we have to ask you about plant-based eating because obviously like I feel like it's what you do but how do you feel like plant-based eating has helped you as a like in your health in general besides obviously the, the basic things but do you think there's anything else besides that um I feel much better when I eat plant-based um because there was a time where I was vegan and I literally ate bread and earth balanced butter every day. <laughs> and but it was vegan. That's so true. How do you separate what someone asks you, what's the difference between vegan and plant-based? What do you say? I say that um vegan is more of like a uh it's it's a lifestyle that really includes not just what you eat, but also like what you wear what you drink it's a lot it's like nothing can come from an animal product mm -hmm. versus plant-based it's it's a diet based on plants but not like everything has to like it cannot come from an animal for example plant as a plant-based eater i consume honey um what else? I probably wear leather or wear something that comes from an animal. And so I'm not like looking at all these other parts of my life. Not that I don't care, right. but my primary focus is how I feel in my body. And so I just prefer to eat food that grows from the ground. It just feels better to, you know, chop, chop things up and cook it. Um, it feels better to be more aware of where my food comes from, like versus like just eating packaged food. I'm I'm eating, you know, food that's not in a package all the time. Right. Um, so yeah, so I think that's that's how I would like to find plant based. Some people also define it as eating they still eat like animal product or animal protein, but it's very specific, like to stand like salmon but it's not just any type of salmon it's like um you know wild caught salmon or it's like the best of of animal protein that's out there but it's like very minimal so some people also define it as that so i think it depends the person i love how you explain it that way because that's also how i explain it like i don't i always say like it's kind of like just your diet is based on plants like the majority like 90 percent you know what I mean? something like that whatever but and I've learned with time, maybe I don't know how you feel about that, but I feel like with time, like, I've learned that there's no, like, right or wrong way of being plant-based. Like, it's, like, whatever the fuck you want it to be. Like, and I feel like people overthink it so much, and it's, like, oh, no, what? like, how much does, like, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, just eat fucking plants. <laughs> just eat vegetables. Yeah. I mean, I think we live in a culture that really obsesses over, like, Detail. all the details. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Trust me, like, especially like and, uh, being a plant-based coach where like I don't force people to be plant-based, like it's like they don't understand, I've noticed like people don't understand that. It's just like, you know, you can do whatever you want. If you want to eat eggs today, you can, you know, like it's it's okay. Unless again, like you said, like vegan is more like activist and not like more of a lifestyle. 
rather. Yeah. And I think that, so, I mean, do you think that eating plant-based has like helped you connect more with yourself spiritually? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's one of, like I mentioned, I don't come into working with plant-based food or food dresses or anything of what I do. Um, just out of nowhere, it comes from like specific, um, activism work I was doing and so that's why I decided to um, explore and adopt a plant-based diet because I needed there to be space in my body for me to think clearly and when I was eating um, more packaged processed food even like when I was eating like a lot of gluten like my body was having like reactions like I was getting hives because Um. my my gut flora was like all over the place. Yeah. And you know, your gut is your second brain or the earth, so they say, or, or yeah. studies are finding or finding more now. And so I kind of started there and yeah, I think for sure I'm able to listen better to my body and part of my body is my brain. And so I'm able to think more clearly because I'm not feeling my 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 body and mind with like chemicals that don't allow me to like feel feel myself or just feel grounded i think yeah. i would call it it's hard to explain but yeah i i think i get you because i feel the same way like i feel more connected to the earth because i i eat foods from the earth and i don't know if it's just me and my spiritual ass i'm a fucking libra but i don't know mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm like this is very spiritual i don't know if it's just me or not but I legit feel that way. Like, I feel like it's funny because I feel like quarantine has allowed me to adopt, like, or or maintain, rather, a super clean plant-based diet more than ever, easier than ever, because I have nowhere to go and eat out. Me too. Um, It's been easier than ever, but I feel more spiritual than ever. I feel like I've been meditating more. I've been, like, more, even, like, my self-care, hair, skin, all that stuff. So it's been, it's been interesting. Oh. (laughs) I saw that. I saw that on your Instagram, and I also feel the same. I never had a skincare routine, and now I have a skincare routine. Girl, I have the steps in my skincare. (laughs) Me too. I'm like, okay, ten steps, Korean skincare routine. No, no, seriously. Like, I remember. I think I saw your story. You like were doing like a, I think like a mask or something. You're like, oh, it's like my self care day. I'm like, this girl gets me because legit, that's me too. Like, I have days. Like, I I take a bath. my hair, everything, my face, like, it's just, it's so extra, but it feels so nice, and I'm, I'm about it. It does. Um, I mean, I'm so glad we have time for it now. No, seriously, seriously. I think, um, no, I'm happy that, like, legit, I don't even have to go, so I kind of want to, like, brush through a little bit of stuff, but how do you, um, I guess, quick, if someone wanted to say, hey, you said that, like, how can I become plant-based? Like, what's the first step for you, uh, your advice? <laughs> um mm, that's a good question i'd say buy some garlic (laughs) (laughs) what that's so random (laughs) i don't know i just feel like i put garlic in everything garlic like really elevates flavor for food because sometimes people be like i get my food like it's not gonna taste the same and so i always like just um especially as a dominican person that like you know is used to like you know, bojo and carne and like food that is very seasoned, heavy. And so I start there. I start with the seasoning. So like think of all the seasonings you put in your meat dishes and season your vegetable with that same thing. Like I used to season my zucchini and sofrito and then saute it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that. She's such a random, but I think a great place to start. That's actually really true. Because legit, like, if, yeah, wow, okay, that was simple. <laughs> that was straightforward. Yeah, like Brussels sprouts, broccoli, like anything fits with sofrito. Um, I also would do like, um, you know, like when in, in the Dominican culture, we'll make like salchichong and like the tomato paste and the vinegar. So I would, I would do that with like mushrooms and I would do that with chickpeas. Um, so like el guisado. So yeah. I would just do that with vegetables. And then, and then I also really like a field roast, um, vegan sausage. That's made oh, out of I love those. Ro- yeah, I love plants. them. I also do this the same way I would make salami. I would make my, I would make a dish with that. Um, and the people, the people, I have some, I have that recipe actually on wolffoods.coop. If people just want to go in there. And click, I'll put, yeah, click. I'll put the link below guys in the show notes. I'm yeah, so just click, click recipes and I have like cashew cheese in there. Like the things that I really was like, I really want cheese or I really want salami, <laughs> salchichong, whatever. I, I kind of started with those recipes. I, I never thought about making nokio with the vegan sausage. That's genius. I never thought of that. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to do that later. <laughs> I'm going to do that later. People, 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 people swear that all they eat is meat. I'm like, that's not all you eat. Like, yeah. Think about your, think about a meal. You eat rice, you, you, you know, you eat grains, you eat right. vegetables. You eat a lot of things that are, that are not animal-based, actually. No, it's true. And I feel like when people think of that, they, like, think right away, like, meat, and they just focus on that. And it's like, bro, how everything else you eat, like, it's not just meat. Like, relax, you know? Yeah, and can we also not bullshit about people be like, oh, when am I getting my protein? I was like, you never think about protein uh, and vitamin and minerals. <laughs> Preach, this oh preach. No, oh my god, Mia, that's like my life. Like obviously, like in fitness, like when I, I don't know, when I get to conversation with someone about like plant based eating, like, oh, how about your protein? I'm like, since when is this a concern? Since when is this a concern? Like, are you concerned where your protein's from? No. So like, why? It's just stigma. It's stigma. It's like education and people, the media, and just. <sighs> America and the government and capitalism and, <laughs> and all it's that. Layered. It's layered. Literally. It's a layered parfait. Fucking lasagna shit. So yeah, for sure. Okay, so yeah, I'll have all the links below for those things so we can like see it. But um, I guess if you can say what helps, this is like the last question I have related to this, but what is when you're feeling crappy and you need to find confidence in yourself and you need to, you just like, so something's challenging and you need to like get, I guess, come past it like what do you like to do currently to like help you i guess gain your confidence and feel, literally feel like that bitch like what do you need to do in your case now yeah it depends the situation i i think writing has really helped me um recently like just just free writing even if i'm writing oh i'm so fucking pissed like multiple times <laughs> just like writing and it's like putting all the energy into paper has really been helpful and um and then there's some days where like I just allow myself to be upset okay. I think that's come of age like being more like accepting and but also staying away from people's from people like right now I'm living with my mom so on Tuesday I was like just really upset and I told her like I'm really I'm really upset right now like I'm cranky so I'm just gonna be in my room um, and she was like trying to fix it, but I'm like, please don't try to fix it. I'm just gonna have, I'm just, and I gave myself, I was like, you're gonna have, I'm gonna, Sana, you're gonna have one day. You get one day tomorrow, yeah. So just take this one day to stay in bed, binge watch whatever you wanna watch. Um, I 
think I, I probably had protein shakes all day because I don't want to cook. <laughs> and then I just like popcorn and snacks. And, and I called it a day. And then there's other days where I'm like, you know what? I don't feel good, but I actually don't want to feel like this because I have things to do. And so then I'll resort to my toolbox. And part of that is writing or those like three minute, five minute meditations were really helpful. I learned this in this book called Atomic Habits. It's like the two minute rule. Like do something for two minutes. And then if you don't want to keep doing it, then stop. But usually the idea is that after two minutes, you'll want to keep going. Interesting. I'm going to try that. That's interesting. Okay. Interesting, guys. Like, like, like when, I don't want to, when I don't want to do dishes, I'll be like, okay, just wash dishes for two minutes. <laughs> if you don't want to keep washing the dishes then don't finish but if you're like you're like oh let me just finish let me let me just finish and i kind of apply that to many areas like things that i don't always want to do yeah. whether it's meditating um laundry or i don't know something unknowing um give yourself a two-minute rule that's interesting thank you for sharing that that's actually really, really amazing okay so Quickly, uh, first of all, besides, I thank you for everything you said and being so open and vulnerable because legit, I feel like you shared so much stuff that, like, it's so relatable. So I really appreciate that. Um, so now these questions I have coming up, they're not, uh, they're just like kind of trivia questions to get to know Isanet a little more. Um, currently, what is your favorite way of moving your body? Um, oh, I really love your classes because they're short and I'm always, I always come out dying, sweating. Oh. And usually, you know, like when you're weight training, not that you don't sweat, but you know, it's more like, it's more like slow movement. It's very intentional. But in your classes, you've been making us do like cardio and like moving around. And you're like, wait, that was only 30, 40 minutes. And I'm like drenched in sweat. And I don't know, I feel really sexy when I sweat. I so, love it too. <laughs> I feel, I feel badass, you know? I'd be like, look, look, look at me glistening. Yeah, seriously. And you have like, like a little pump. You kind of see the little muscle. Like, I am that bitch. Look at me. <laughs> yes, that bitch. So, yeah, I think I like that. And I also, um, eh, this page um, called Que Lo Que, they've been having these, like, Saturday these parties. parties. Yes. Yeah. That is my favorite. <laughs> my best friend, my best friend lives in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. We open zoom and i put my zoom on one side and then i open up instagram on my yeah. web browser on the other side <laughs> and like i put on lipstick i get ready like i'm going to a party no you do not we make, we make drinks and she has her drink and then dr have my drink here and we like party on saturday night and it's nice because then it's over at 10 p.m so we still gotta go to bed early i love that <laughs> i love that you put lipstick on to go to <laughs> I, it's so funny you mentioned that legit. I had the last, the last one. My mom came over and we just like we just danced for like the whole time. I was like, damn, like first of all, my legs are burning. It's crazy because I don't know if it's an hour of sleep, but my legs are burning. I dance now, which is so sad. But that's funny you mentioned that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm just so happy it's not just me. Okay. Uh, so, what are your three favorite uh, things to do right now? Yeah, free time, we're chilling, top three fave things. Oh, I found this show called Parenthood on Hulu. So <laughs> random. I know, I've, been, I've watched like all the seasons. I'm in the last season right now, so I'm trying to take it easy because then it's over. For, then it's over. Okay. Um, something else that I've been really enjoying. Um, my mom has a hammock here. Like, oh. a ham like yeah, so I've been, I've been doing a lot of like hammock 
um yeah just academic stuff and then researching i'm trying to start this podcast on money on money and, and how to be free of capitalism and so like researching that has been really fun like making the logo and yeah. the instagram so, so yeah like little fun little fun project with no like no outcome you know it's like not like a business that i'm trying to make money or yeah. you know it's just like something fun something that I want to share with people with no with no big outcome attached to it. Your creative projects, you know, in a way, I think that's amazing. I'm going to have the link below. I know you have the Instagram page up, so I'm sure they eventually you'll have the link up. So I'm going to put them below in the show notes too. But I'm super excited for that because I think it's such a great topic. Um, what is your current favorite uh, pick-me-up song? Oh, okay. The, the, the Diva song, but from the Homecoming album. Oh, where really? it's from Beyonce it's like you know it's like I'm a deep, and then yeah. and then it goes into like um, this other song a focus on like um what's what's it it was like um I'm addicted to the money oh everybody mad yes <laughs> that is my song like I mean especially like when I'm like um make, make, making my budgeting or like looking through my bank account yeah. Honestly, I think I've watched that concert like in the dark at night, at least twice in quarantine, just to like feel like oh, it just feels so good. So yes, that's <laughs> yeah, and I just love actually I just love the whole album, especially the days where like oh, I really don't want to get shit done. And it's like because I've seen the documentary, I know how much effort Beyonce they put behind. It's like right. I know the backstory of the songs and the right. concert, and so it's like yo, if Beyonce could pull home coming like i mean how many months did she train for for like a two-hour concert yeah. a bitch should do bookkeeping you know what i love that i love that yes. i put it on when i want to when i have to do like the boring stuff i might just start doing that too thank you for this <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> and i guess last one any quote that inspires you like your life motto Oh, my life motto. Um, so when I was in college, I got tattooed, um, be the change you wish to see in the world. Oh, I love that. Oh, it's so deep. It's amazing. Ah! It's so amazing. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all these notes and inspiring us and dropping bombs. And hopefully we'll see you guys soon. Guys, her podcast will be coming out soon. So the link will be below. And I thank you. Just thank you for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you. And also hashtag, we're both Libra, Libra gang. Thank you so much for listening into this episode. If you truly enjoyed it, please feel free to share it with someone that you think can truly benefit from this episode. If you have time, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Why not? Help us out. Also, um, make sure you check out the show notes so you can have um, get more information on our guests. And I will be back soon. Tune in next week, guys.